Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Dan Newman. He's the founder of Learn to Scale, an organization that helps enabling businesses to predictably sell. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to share with you. Yeah. So what was your journey in starting Learn to Scale and how did you become a coach? I have been in learning for a while. I thought I was going to be a composer when I left college. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a composer. It's going to be great. And then the recession was like, now nah, we don't need composers. And so my trajectory had to shift really early on into education. And so I worked in education in K through 12. I was doing the higher ed thing. And then I moved into corporate learning and development. And I loved helping people learn. I loved helping businesses improve using the power of education. And I said, wouldn't it be great if smaller organizations could have that same type of agility, learning mindset, expertise, even though they may not be able to hire someone like that full-time, wouldn't it be great if they could learn effectively right from the start? And that was my inspiration behind Learn to Scale. And it's evolved so much over the past two years and change to be something similar, but different. And, you know, enabling businesses to predictably sell has been the newest kind of way of helping those businesses find success and helping people find meaning and purpose in what they do. In walking through your journey so far, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for the incredible patience of everyone that I work with and love and uh, live with. I'm also kind of grateful because I feel like I've been giving, I've won the lottery as, and you can probably can't see on the podcast, but I white middle-class male kind of has a lot to be grateful for or should be a lot of grateful for. And so I find that everything that I do is always kind of underlied with this idea of I should try and help businesses and people get the same type of starting point that I got. And I got a lot of resources and a lot of help to get me to where I am. And I think that education is the vehicle that anyone can hop into and get to a place where they can find meaning and purpose. Well, let's talk a little bit about your transition of helping businesses predictably sell. How did you arrive to that? Oh, it's because I couldn't sell. That's why. So I figured, why not teach that? Well, you know, it was it, it was a really cool experiment that I that I undertook with my business. So when I first started to learn to scale, it was more of an HR consultancy coaching program. And I was working with HR professionals and it was okay, but it really wasn't going anywhere. What I did is I hired an outbound lead generation firm for myself and they killed it. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. They went out, they started conversations on my behalf and got those people in the meetings with me. And after like 50 or 60 meetings with who I thought was my ideal customer persona, the person who I thought just was desperate for what I could help them with, what I could offer them, they're all kind of like, man, not, not that interested. And so I walked out of that experience being saying, huh, looks like I don't have product market fit. Gee, that whole like experiment was super useful. And now I can pivot and change and focus more on helping other businesses go through that, that kind of discovery. And so that's what started me on the market research, which led me to the helping businesses predictably sell. I love that. Let's talk about outbound lead generation. Why is that important when you're starting your business? And what are some of the ways business owners struggle in this area? The way I visualize it is outbound lead generation. For those of you who don't know, that's cold calling, that's cold emailing, that's making cold connection requests with people you don't know. And you knock on their door and say, hey, I think I could help you. 
So that I consider it as the right training regimen, the right workouts for your business. It's a good workout for you to go up to someone who you don't have the edge of that referral and say, Hey, I provide value. Is this value meaningful to you? And you get rejected so much until you find the people who are really resonating with that, that, that message. And I think as any new business owner, as even an existing business owner, if you aren't knocking on doors and talking to strangers about your product or service and practicing how you communicate that and seeing how people respond to that, your business is a whole bunch of systems without really knowing what the customers need. If you get right up you know, on their door or in their phone or on their email or in their LinkedIn DMs, those are the places where you're going to really find out who your customers are. I love that. How do you help with outbound lead generation? The way I visualize learn to scale is kind of like backdoor business coaching. We come in, we help organizations figure out who do they want to talk to and what do they want to say? We go through the persona workshop, we go through a messaging workshop. And then what we do is we take on the work of doing that outbound prospecting. We have a team of uh, SDRs, uh, sales development reps who are doing cold calls or sending cold emails. We have the systems and infrastructure to send LinkedIn messages and connection requests. And we're doing this at scale. So you may be cold calling someone like five, 10 people a day. We can do hundreds in a day. And so we do that for clients. And then we take all the data and we crunch it and we come back and say, look, this is who you thought your persona was. None of them want to buy your stuff. Let's find a way to reach an audience that is really interested in your product and service. And that's where the business coaching starts to come in is saying, hey, we're going out knocking on doors on your behalf and they're not interested. It's either the messaging or it's the people we're talking to. Let's find a way to make your business grow and scale. And then we provide those types of insights and recommendations of, oh, try this person. Oh, try this approach to try and get you that traction in the market so that you can scale. And then we can have more fun conversations about your talent strategy and your sales you know, operations on the inside. Like that's all fun stuff, but you got to get leads into the door first. Yeah, that's so important. When it comes to high ticket sales, what are some of the frustrations that business owners face and how do you help them overcome that? I think inherent in any type of sales you're going to lose. I get the collie wobbles inside my, my little belly here is that I'm going to go and call someone or have a conversation or go through a negotiation and it may fall through. And you're going to have a good percentage of your deals just die in the vine, fall on a crack. It's not right now, maybe, maybe in you know, six to 12 months. And so when you're dealing with high ticket sales, you're waiting for that big payday. It, you have the lumpy revenue problem of you get a big contract and it's great and it's a time of plenty. And then you don't know when that next big ticket's gonna come through. And you're really gambling that those few conversations are gonna turn into results. So those high ticket sales, high risk, high reward. And you know when you're thinking about building your business, part of our strategic recommendations is how can you make that less lumpy? How could you have more predictable revenue so you can make better strategic decisions around your business? I like that a lot. So let's talk about social media. Mm -hmm. Many people think that that's where you'll, that's where you start. You know, I've talked about this a little bit, mm -hmm. but that's the easy way. You know, you just post a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And so from your perspective, what are some of the struggles that you've seen people deal with and kind of advice that you give around that? Yeah. So this comes into some of my coaching calls is there's different levels of data. There's intent data of people think that they're interested, you know, they're going to do some, there's behavioral data of the things they're actually going to do, or they are doing. And then there's impact data. 
And so when I coach people within organizations, we look at the impact data as the most important things. We're talking about revenue, we're talking about churn, we're talking about real dollars and cents, the lifeblood of the business. Everything else is several steps removed from that impact. So social media follows does not necessarily mean that you're making tons of money. You could be the most popular person and make zero money. You could also have no social media presence and you could be rolling in it. So I think that social media is a very tempting place because it's low risk. You can make a social media post and if it disappears in the algorithm and you feel like you did a good work for the day. That's why I think outbound sales is much more impactful because you are actually talking to people and they're saying no to your face and some of them are going to say yes. Social yeah. media, no one says no to you. And well, and it takes, it takes so, so much time. It takes time to build, or you've got to have a really good budget to build mm -hmm. it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then people are finicky on social media. So just like you were talking about how you shifted your business a little bit how, and how you're kind of shifting what you're offering, you do that on social media. Like, let's say you've got a viral video on one topic you switch over to a different one because you're like, yeah, who I really want to serve is over here. All the people that follow you don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you have now become irrelevant in the world. So it doesn't matter if you had 3 million people following you. They now 3 million, million people that don't care. Yeah. I like it as you, your social media is your reach, but it's not your grasp. Yeah. And so you got to MVP or minimum viable product, your own grasp. And that's where, that's why I think outbound is, is great for new business owners. Yeah, definitely. And that's definitely how I grew, have grown my business. What are some of your clients' success stories? So we had a client who started with us with our LinkedIn campaign. What we do on LinkedIn is we, we basically drive someone's profile. We get them into conversations with their target market. We juggle those conversations and then we move them into meetings. And we try and do so in, in a learning approach because learn to scale. We want to make sure that we don't send someone to LinkedIn jail, but we also want to make sure that we're going to be getting the types of results they want. And so we usually have a ramp up time and with any lead gen firm, they should tell you there's a, a good ramp up time. And we recommend something around three months. And so that first month, you don't really know if it's going to work or not. So one of our success stories is we had a client who, you know, we were doing the ramp up and we wanted to make sure that they got the meetings that we had promised them as a service provider. And so we layered in some cold calls as kind of a little extra to say like, Hey, we want to get you some important meetings. We want to do some multi-channel outreach on your behalf. And he said, yeah, yeah, sure. Go for it. And so we had our team, they did 44 phone calls. So they did just 44 dials and they managed to book seven meetings, which in the lead gen world is, is great. It's bananas. It's yeah. bananas to get that type of conversion rate. But it was because this client, we had already got them connected to their target market. We'd already started conversations with them. And that one phone call or well, the 44 dials got those people to say like, oh yeah, you know, I do want to meet with that person. And so that developed into some great opportunities for that client simply because we just threw in a few extra phone calls this month. I love that. So what do you think has been your truth that has gotten you this far in your journey? So as, as one of my other side hustles, since we're on a podcast, I do a podcast about failure and failure always happens. Failure is inevitable. And if you don't embrace failure, you're going to be killed by it. So I strongly believe that every failure that you have is an opportunity. And that's the truth that I carry with myself. I even reformat some of the, the words that when I'm talking with people, it's, it's not a challenge, it's an opportunity. It's not a crisis, it's an opportunity. It's not a failure, it's a learning moment. And that type of mindset 
has made me persevere through so many ugly failures. And it's taught me a lot and it's given me new opportunities, new collaborations. And it's really opened me up to the richness that the world does have to offer because I'm not afraid of it. I just expect some of it's going to be a failure. Yeah. I like that. You and I were talking a little bit about that part of the podcast and businesses don't build themselves overnight. Like, you know, things don't happen overnight. I built my agency faster than I know anyone has built an agency in three months, you know, getting 20 clients the first month. What's interesting about that is going through that process. You know, I was, I've been learning everything on, from a scaling perspective on steroids, (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's because you go through the, you know, kind of like you were talking about, there's a shift in what you offer, depending on people, what people want. There is a shift in pricing, depending mm-hmm. on how much money you need to make and how many clients do you average and all of those things. And then there's a shift in, okay, you know, one of the, some marketers brought this up to me this, this week was retainers. Do you offer do you charge retainer fees? Mm-hmm. Some things don't make sense to do. Like if you're doing copywriting, well, why why would you continue to right, charge just somebody? Just deliver a product. Just deliver. Yeah, you just deliver the product. So it doesn't always make sense to, you know, consistently do like retainer fees. And I'm I'm kind of like, eh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> You've got to kind of work it all out so that you're getting consistent revenue and all that. But and um, I think that that staying true to your convictions and what you feel that you are supposed to do in life is probably more important than anything else. Now, you know, you've got to have common sense too. If I didn't know that I could within 24 hours, create $6,000 of revenue, like I just did, I would probably be applying for a ton of jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've gotten myself to that point where I can generate revenue pretty quickly. Which um, is, which is a, a fantastic kind of mindset to be in, which is, this is not a place where you're being limited and you have to give up. It's that you tap into the abundance that that is available to you. And I bet you could probably, you know, sit with a glass of rosé and just be like, life is tough. The world's out to get me. But instead you grab it by the horns and you say, you know what, let me see if I can crush it this weekend and call some people and, you know, make some connections happen. And then boom, opportunity shows up. If you're able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out, what would it be? I was thinking about this question. I have three answers based on kind of like who I'm talking to. So if I was going to give myself tactical advice, it's to sign up for the month by month plan plans because life throws curveballs so often is that you sign up for a yearly plan. You realize ah, three months later, I shouldn't have signed up for the yearly plan. That was just a little tactical thing. I, I don't, I have some softwares I do not need to have access to anymore, but eh, I paid for the year plan because I enjoyed that discount strategically giving myself the two month or two year runway to build my business was something I I wish I gave myself right before I started the journey to say like, you do need to actually accept that success is not going to show up in three months. Not everyone could be Amy. Okay. I mean, (laughs) not everyone could be Amy. Well, not everyone's an extremist like myself. (laughs) It's taken me two years and three business models to get to a place where I can clearly see predictable revenue for myself. And that took a lot of lessons and it took a lot of humble pie to help me understand that. And then the third piece of, of advice, the personal advice that I give myself is that I need to shift my own mindset that achievement equals success. I found in the entrepreneurship space, sometimes achievement is really not under your own control. What you can control is how hard you work, how you work, who you surround yourself with, what you value, how you handle yourself in tough situations. It's not always achievement. 
And I've got a daily planner. I fill out my daily planner. I set up goals. I knock them down. I love achieving. But when I make success tied to achievement, then on rough weeks, I, they're really rough weeks. And on great weeks, they're really great. And so that kind of like emotional roller coaster is, I think, more debilitating than it needs to be. I can just find success in doing good work, living the life I want, and, you know, a bottle of wine on Fridays. Right. Dan, if there are people that are, are listening that they would love your help with lead generation, what's the best way to get a hold of you? You could definitely check out my website, learntoscale.us. That's all, all words, learn and then T-O, scale.us. And because I come from a learning background, I have a lot of on-demand courses that kind of introduce lead generation. So if you've never done outbound sales, if you've never cold called, I have a three webinar series that you can watch on demand to kind of give you the basics and give you some tools and worksheets to get started. So it's a really easy starting point. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the 2020 perspective. That's the podcast about failure that I do with my co-host, Alicia Engel. And we love talking to people about failure. We just finished season three here in the fall of 2021, and we're gearing up for a bigger year of failure in 2022. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise today. Well, thank you, Amy. Thanks for having me. Yes. And if you want more information about this podcast and upcoming shows, you can visit a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone and have a wonderful